Welcome to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I are bringing in some special guests throughout 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Today is the conclusion of our four-part interview with local filmmaker Nancy Hanks. We'll start this episode by asking Nancy to talk to us about the resistance creatives can sometimes feel in their creative plans and projects. So sit back and enjoy this final episode of the Dreams and Bones podcast for the month of February, the conclusion of our interview with Nancy Hanks. So Nancy, our experience tells us that all creative people occasionally run into roadblocks that make the creative process more difficult. These can be things outside of us, they can be things inside of us. Uh, Julia Cameron talks about the negative voice Uh in our heads. Uh, Another author, Stephen Pressfield, talks about resistance, this internal force that stands in the way of any positive act of creativity. Uh, Talk to us about some of the roadblocks or the resistance that you felt over your lifetime of creativity. (laughs) Well, right now, I'll usually get about halfway through a film that we're shooting and I'll think, what am I doing? Mm. This is awful. I just, mm. I can't, you know, what's wrong with me? Why am I doing this? And it's all, and the only thing that keeps me going is the people involved in mm. it because I, I just feel like I've totally failed. Mm. And, uh, and usually by the end of it, when it gets edited and the music's in and the effects and everything, it's okay. You know, it's not so bad at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people go through that terrible self-doubt. <laughs> um, but it, it happens just about every time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, uh, I have never, um, I've never quit in the middle of doing anything. Mm-hmm. I've always finished. Mm-hmm. And that came from the way I was raised too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, that's the worst thing you can do is quit in right. the middle of something. Don't ever, ever do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that came from my mother and from my father. You just uh, keep going no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. Just, mm-hmm. just keep doing one foot in front of the other and you'll get there. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, that. And, <laughs> boy, Paul, I felt that way a lot, you mm-hmm. know, that I just, it, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And have you been able to share some of that frustration with, you've talked so much about teaching other people and, uh, you know, talk about young kids. Is that an experience that you share with people? Do you talk about the struggle or do you, I hide it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I I do too. I think at the beginning, um, when when we start something, one of the things I always say is, uh, this isn't easy. You know, if you think, uh, if you think this is, you know, this, you're just going to breeze right through this. This is this is hard because I see you guys with your lines done and you and I'm telling you where to move and all of this stuff. You're spending all this time at home learning the character, 
memorizing the lines, trying to get this thing together. And then you're coming in to a director that's tell, that's saying cut right in the middle of what you're saying <laughs> and saying, can you pick it up there? And you're going, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, pick up where now? And and you're, tr- you're trying to get that all going. And it's, it's really confusing. And, um, and it's, it's like the director and the crew doesn't care. Just say your lines and hit your mark and shut up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just, yeah, it, it's, um, I try, I try to tell people it's, it's really hard and, or, or show them that it's really hard. Joni and I did that the first time, mm-hmm. you know, when we had the kids out on the street, uh, she, she said, okay, this is a professional production. You stay until the end. There is no, nobody gets sick or goes home. You guys have to stay here. This is what we do. Um, and if you're not feeling good, you don't tell anybody about it. You just, you mm-hmm. stay. This is, this is all there is to it. You stay and finish what you're doing here. So here this first day, rather with an umbrella over the can, it's pouring down rain. We've got all the kids standing out there. Mm. They're getting soaked. And, um, and so we're, we get, we get through a little bit. We say cut. They run into my living room, stand by the fireplace to try to warm up because they're freezing to death. And they're all being real troopers. This went on for six hours, out shooting a little bit back in. And, and I thought, okay. Not one of these kids is going to come back. That's it. <laughs> no, that's, that's it for the whole thing. And they all did. They all hmm. came back. I, and I, I don't know what Joni had over on the, yeah. <laughs> over on them, but uh, uh, that you know, I it it works out that way. You know how that works, Paul. Yeah. You've had to stand out in my backyard for hours on yeah. end. And, yeah. And it's just that's that's what happens. You don't want it to work out that way. It just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, and and so I you know I try to prepare the people mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. It it was easy this last time because Sue and Steve and Riley and Paige had had all been through. Gary was the only one that hadn't been through the process. And so so um, yeah, I try I try to prepare them for the difficulty. Mm-hmm. I think. And I think for for me, yeah, just knowing that. That's part of the process. Help me. Yes. You know, to identify, okay, there's going to be negative thoughts come into your head. There's going to be some resistance in various ways. And just realizing that, oh, okay, this is, and the fact that that's good because that means you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's part of the process. And um, in fact, the guy, Steve Pressfield, he, in his book, he talked about, um that whenever you do something that's not instant gratification, when you have to put in the work, you're going to have resistance. There's going to be, you know, whether it's trying to lose weight, start an exercise oh, that's program. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And it's like yeah. there's, and he has kind of a whole variety of different kinds of resistance. But but reading that book, you know, learning about, you know, I mean, I've, you know, you've always had this negative voice in your head, but almost like naming it and saying, okay. And for me, writing in the morning helps, you know, you kind of write that away. It's like, oh, I'm feeling this way. Okay. But, and then you say, but I'm not this way and I'm not, and I write and I, and then I, yeah. And then I kind of process through it and it's like, it's going to be okay. And, um, so journaling really helps you too. yeah, Yeah. 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 And then turning it and getting some, you know, be more affirming and more positive and saying, no, I am a creative person. 
I'm not, I'm not too old to do this. I'm not, um, just cause I'm a woman, it's okay. You know, I mean, all those things that you think in your head, oh, these are my resistance. And it's like, no, because like you, you know, I believe this is what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not going to be easy. And the thing is, nobody can do it like you. Exactly. You're exactly. the only one on earth out of seven or eight billion people, ever many we have now, mm-hmm. you're the only one that can do this that's right, right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I think another thing, you know, and we've talked about, you know, God and, but God's with you. I, and, and allowing God to, and that creative force to move through you. Mm-hmm. And um, and he wants you to succeed because you're creating. Mm-hmm. You're creating something good. You're following his pattern of creation. And and he wants you to succeed. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've sat down on my couch in tears and just heard a voice say, I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's another process of this whole creative is learning to listen to that voice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and learning to hear. You're not alone. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 However much you may feel alone, you're not, you're not alone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very important. So any desire to go back on the live stage and perform... <laughs> Uh, oh, Paul, I don't have the energy anymore. <laughs> I, I don't. It takes so much energy yeah. to be out mm-hmm. on that stage. I watch you guys out there singing and doing your lines and everything. I think, where did they get the energy? <laughs> <laughs> and I, no, I, I couldn't. You know, about all I can do is run a camera now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said, uh, you said you did some photography. Um, I, I'm wondering what else, if there are other things besides the filmmaking. What are the other creative outlets that you have? What else do you do that you would say, oh, that fits? Well, just being on stage and singing on stage. And um, I, I made our living that way when when we were um, uh, separated, and it was just Zach and me. That's, that's all I knew to do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. trained to do anything else. I hadn't been to school or anything. I had no choice, you know. So uh, when I was hired by a band, I felt very fortunate, and mm-hmm. that's how I, I, I made our living. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And um, I worked hard at that because um, I'm not the greatest singer in the world and I'm not, uh, not the greatest musician in the world, but I can entertain people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was kind of the comedic front person, I think, or mm-hmm. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd uh, nudge people a little mm-hmm. bit or get them talking or, mm-hmm. or uh-huh. something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so th- I guess that was performance mm-hmm. more than any uh, any great talent or anything like yeah. that but um no I um I, you know I enjoy writing I enjoy um sketching and drawing hmm. and um like if I get an idea or uh, for a scene or if I'm I'm working on something I, I like to draw that out and uh, you know most most when you're when you're doing storyboards or when I'm doing storyboards it's just stick figures you just draw uh-huh. it as fast as you can and you want the single the single but um it, you know, if you take your time, you can actually draw some things out uh, well that, you know, or people that you want to see or things that you want to to uh, to film that will inspire you. Um, we are going to 
we're going to bring this to a close, um, and we're going to see if we can take this uh, this disjointed recording session <laughs> that we just That's sat a story through of my life, disjointed, and, you know? and, and put it together. Those of you that were not here with us but are just listening are going to say, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> I know. Well, Paul's had, magic editorial we've, skills. We've well, had a wonderful bring it all time together. this morning, Nancy. This has just been great fun. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm going to say the same thing to you that we said to Joy. We need to do this more often without the recording. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. sit down just and talk down and, and, and enjoy each other's so, company. You know, I'd, I'd really like to know what, what inspired you to, to teach and do what you're doing and, mm-hmm. and what, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, how do you feel about the Sixth Street melodrama? Yeah. What, where yeah. is that going creatively for mm-hmm. you guys? And mm-hmm. you know, I'd like to know a lot of those things. Yeah. Yes, yeah. us, us, we creators need to get together. Absolutely, uh, we, and and inspire and, each other. Yes, that's exactly the way it has felt, mm-hmm. uh, both with uh, with joy and with you. So thank you so much for for your time and uh, and you can you can look forward in the month of february to uh, listening to yourself it's simply wonderful i'm sure to sit down and listen to well yourself. thank you for having me this has really been fun thank you so much there you have it the final february episode of the dreams and bones podcast you might be wondering How can I see some of the work that Nancy has done throughout her career? Well, one way to do that is to simply go to YouTube and search Across Bank Street. There you'll see several options. Open up the site that mentions the Silver Valley Film Community and you'll be able to see some of her work. Another way to access Across Bank Street Films is on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you can search across Bank Street, where you can see information about past film productions and also the film that they are currently working on. As we bring this episode to a close, again, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members and this month's podcast subscribers for helping support the Dreams and Bones podcast. If you have found us and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com, where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Roberts. Join us next Friday for part one of our interview with musician and entrepreneur Carl Rowe on your Dreams and Bones podcast.